This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're talking about how to accomplish the vision God has for your community. Stay tuned. Jesus saying, you'll do greater things, is, in my opinion, hardly ever correctly gone after because it's it's healing, which isn't greater than his healing. He is the greatest. He had the greatest percentage. It says he healed them all. Mm-hmm. I've never been in a room where he healed them all, so they, you're not doing greater. He raised the dead. How are you going to do better than that? So that can't be what he's talking about, right? And so what he was telling them is as you go out into the world, you're going to make, you're going to bring God as a father to way more people than me. You're going to preach the new covenant to way more people than me. You are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You are going to have him as your guide. You're going to lay your hands on the sick and they'll recover. But the far greater thing is we are going to, we have the ability to preach the new covenant where Jesus was never able to preach the new covenant. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Orville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, and let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and as always, I'm joined by Steve and Vicki Orsillo, senior pastors of the Father's House Church here in Orville, California. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, Welcome here we back are. to the show. Hello, everyone. 73 episodes in. Wow. I, wow. Every time, it's like, you know, you set a new record. Wow, I didn't think I'd get to 73. I know. And next week, it'll Steve's be... Steve's age again. I'd get to 74. Wow. How old so, are you, Steve? Yeah. 73? Yeah. yeah. Somehow, your age goes up every week. Every, yeah. Every it's week. like the opposite of dog years. It's part of the adventure of the being with Vicky. <laughs> it's like the curious what yeah. a Benjamin Button. And yet yeah. you you still she have all She is like your hair. the curious Benjamin Button. That's right. <laughs> Just what is that? He's the guy who ages quickly. Yeah, he gets, oh, backwards. He gets younger, younger. as he gets okay. as he yeah. days go by. I see. And it's it's the opposite of Groundhog Day where every day is not different. It's crazy and unique and yeah, 2020 is hmm. crazy whole, and unique. Whole different. Doesn't it feel like it's been game. 20 years already? 2020. Yeah, a, the, yeah, 2020. Remember 20 great, years ago when we were in Hawaii? Great decade yeah. of our lives, 2020. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? Yep. So you uh, you just had a good lunch encounter with somebody? I did. I, I got the pleasure of leading a beautiful girl to Jesus. That's and awesome. she had a remarkable um, encounter. She looks like she's brightly converted, and I'm very excited when that happens. It makes my life feel like I'm doing something good. Once That's I really cool. Introduce someone to Jesus Christ. It's pretty cool. I went on a bike ride on Monday evening. It was sort of uh, like I just need to get out of the house and and uh, just kind of go and convert my stress into energy. Yes. And so that's what I did, and it was really cool. And I thought I was going to do one of those like cool guy things where I plug in headphones and listen to music and ride my bike by myself. <laughs> but I actually ran into four four guys on the bike path that they go every Monday at the same time, and uh, and I had I had run into a couple of them once before, but I didn't remember their names and. Anyway, we ended up just riding for about an hour together, and uh, and when you ride uphill on a bike, you go pretty slow, and so we got to talk because one of the guys was really slow. And, uh, it wasn't you. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. Okay. Uh, and they asked me what I do. I'm, wow. I, kind of, I guess I have a Canadian accent still a little bit, so yeah, where are you from? Americans kind of Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, eh? And so I mentioned the Father's House, and they just spent the rest of the ride telling me all about the Father's House Come and on. all the things they knew about it wow. and all the great things that uh, all the people they know. And they said things like, oh, my wife went to a, a women's group with some of the ladies at the Father's House, and she really liked it because they all talked nicely about their husbands. <laughs> and another <laughs> well, guy said, works. <laughs> oh, um, I really, like, I knew about the Father's House because... Uh, my workplace is always getting gifts for kids, wow. underprivileged kids for Christmas. So awesome. and, and I didn't have to say, oh, yeah, this is what I do. They got to say, this this is what you guys do. It's amazing. And they'd never been in the church or anything. So that was kind of cool. Did that make you feel good? It did. It yeah. made me, made like me feel part of something. good. I, I was, you know, kind of when you go out and you want to be by yourself <laughs> and you're like, oh, man, I, I the right thing to do here is to go ride bikes with these guys instead of, you know, blaze the trail by myself. 
and it was really cool and ended up spending some good time with them. She just smiled on you. And hearing hearing the things that they love about the father's house. Wow, that's so cool. And I I get the impression, you know, they're – one of them told me straight up, and the other two, I'm I'm pretty sure they're not Christians. I'm pretty sure they just – More Lord. They're from Oroville, and they just like what you guys do. Wow, that's awesome. What we do. What we do. What we do. Yeah, Yeah, what you do. That's right. That's right. That's right. Not to correct you. Right, I gotta get them. Gotta get them into the podcast too. I'd love it. Yeah, we could call them out. Get them listening. That'd be great. That's right. So this this week is a little bit on those lines, actually, because we we were gonna talk about how to take a a vision that God has for your community, and instead of leaving it in vision land, actually making it making it a reality. And that was one of the reasons, actually, when we came down here for the wedding that we came down a few years ago. And we looked at the place and saw all the crazy things that are going on here. All the uh, every day is so so like so much in mm-hmm. involved in all the different things that you get to do. Different uh, aspects. Yeah, all the different ways of ministering, and uh, and I asked myself, okay, how many people go to this church? And then we showed up to church, and it was like, <laughs> oh, not that many. Sixteen. Not not as many as I thought, um, based on uh, based on two thousand person mud runs and. <laughs> Um, getting gifts to like all these kids or all these other big things that you know feeding 2,000 people a month at the food bank Mm -hmm. and I was really impressed and that was one of the things that that weighed a lot on us investigating coming down moving our family from Canada to be here so I mean was it always was it always going to be that way when you founded the father's house 20 something years ago or it was always the goal that was always the goal and when you're dealing with people it's the old herding cats things comes in and you, and you have to you have to get them to buy into the 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 way you're going and what you're doing and uh so when you start you have a vision you have a dream mm-hmm. but you also have to have a hope and a ability to adjust like you have an idea that if we could just do this that would happen and then it doesn't always go like that and i think that sometimes people hear a message like this or a, or a talk like this and they get it in their mind. We're going to change the whole world, and everything's going to be different. It's right. going to look somewhat like the cartoon or the or the vision or the fairy tale we watch. Mm-hmm. You know, and the truth is, to go out and serve the Lord, it's you have to be able to be the same person in all circumstances. When you have great success, and they all run to the altar, and you're saying, "We had eight hundred, we had eight hundred uh, converts. converts last night. We had eight hundred decisions for Christ last night." And all the things that we count and say make us successful like our church is 250 mm-hmm. well that's way more successful than the guy at 25 and we we think and that's everybody oh you're way ahead yeah, of we're me a number society. yeah and then someone else says with thousand and us 250ers are like oh we're oh. just peons right <laughs> and so i don't think that's a very good idea to look at your success in a church it's good i believe that if you have a gift of baking and you go out to the local salmon festival and you give away free baked goods to say Jesus loves you. Or you go to Walmart and say, there's a lot of love in this cookie. I want to give, Jesus wanted me to give you this cookie to let you know how much he loves you. And I think so that is changing your city one person at a time. And that's a much better way to look at it. But I'm impressed that, you know, you, you, you heard what we did and thought we were way bigger. See, that, that's success. And I don't care if you're 25 people or 250 people, that someone would think there's more of you doing this. You're doing this by yourself? Yeah. How is that possible? Well, it's the run and not grow weary, walk and not faint, rise up with wings like eagles and and not faint and just follow the Lord and stay with him. And it's like amazing the expanded things that go on. The one puts to flight 10,000, you know, instead of David putting to flight 1,000, Saul putting to flight 10,000. 10, it's the one begins to have multiplied results and it's still not the results that your fairy tale told you mm-hmm. not the ref- or your vision was it's it's usually the results that are a little less measurable if you came to Oroville it'd be hard for you to look at Oroville and see that we changed the city <laughs> but we changed the city yeah I mean me and Vicky can like. remember what yeah. it was like but you know there's still a lot of dilapidated housing and there's a lot of broken people and it's mm-hmm. a tremendously uh, broken society of people there's still a ton of of ministry to be done and we couldn't possibly do it even though we're doing a, a lot and we see an expanded vision and expanded fruit 
there's enough a thousand people could come join us and we still wouldn't have enough yeah because this small town is really broken mm-hmm. and there's a lot of broken people the churches of oroville i know since we started we came looking for a church and we just wanted to join something someone doing what we wanted to do mm-hmm. and we couldn't we really couldn't find anything just give and, your life away right yeah just give your life we want to serve we want to yeah. serve where we can serve and and join a church that's outside the four walls preaching the gospel because we were really into preaching the gospel well we couldn't find that we're not saying it wasn't here we just couldn't find it so eventually we you know the lord calls us through a fasting season and we start the church well the visions he started giving us is give your life away do everything for free free yard sales free giveaways free kids camps those things cost money yeah and you got to raise the money. You got to give the money out of your own purse. You got to give. You got to give your own time, your own energy. And you know, we took a lot of kids to camp, and we don't have much evidence of any of those kids being right. Christian as adults. That right. was twenty years ago. Yeah. And we have more evidence of them being in prison and going the wrong way. But who do they call when they finally decide for help? Who Who do they come back and look for? And so, when you measure change, when you measure success based on you have planted seeds in a lot of people and they will when the season is right come looking for you Mm -hmm. that's great success now we have cleaned up a lot of properties and we have built a lot of houses and we have cleaned the streets of three hundred thousand pounds of garbage but there's still plenty of garbage and there's still plenty of dilapidated houses and there's still plenty of burned it's still a mission field it's still not just a mission field that you don't even have to go look and you just throw a rock it's going to hit something that needs your help mm-hmm. i mean we've done a lot but we haven't scratched the surface and yet when people like you are looking at us they come to see how many of us there are people see our festivals or our events we put on they go yeah. how did you do that it's like an army of ants <laughs> yeah it's we didn't teach them how to put things up and take things down we taught them how to serve jesus and give their life away they came eagerly which brought them energy, which brought them hope, which brought them joy in doing these projects. Mm. And that's really, you know, our food bank is a day in, day out drudgery. But every time they hand a box to one of these people, back comes their hope, back comes their joy, uprises their faith. I'm, I'm doing something. I'm handing yeah. food to Good. a family that has nothing. Mm. So I think that's where we were going. Yeah. Well, so Jesus said to his disciples and John, he said, Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will they do. And uh, I know I I always thought about that as like, okay, miracles or like signs and wonders, those sort of things. But when I I was preparing for this podcast, I actually, that first popped into my head, and I looked it up and actually says works, right? And so um, those are actually just kind of like just getting to work, right? Yeah, I think that's that's really good that because – I think in the in our in the Christian churches nowadays in the in the Western world, we do look at that like oh, we were gonna raise the dead and we're gonna mm-hmm. you know heal the sick and and we get Steve and I get caught up with that too, and then we sit down and think about the people whose lives w- were resurrected by the power of Jesus, the ones the drug addicts or the people who come from Colorado and find a life, um, the, the the community of giving your life away, the works, um, you know it's like you'll you'll know you'll know by the love. You'll know who. How does it? You know me by my love. By my love. What's that? So, you'll know. They will you know you are yeah. my disciples by, by your, your love. love for one another. And I think that's. I think that's what's amazing is that the Lord Jesus gave us a strategy of of works because we love Him. We gave our life away, and we just decided to love Orville mm. and cut. Like Steve said, come in the opposite spirit, and. I feel like we have done really great works in, in Oroville yeah. with Jesus' help. We do it because we want to make him famous. We want to just give give as we have been give, given. And uh, so it's. I think people now, it's been a long time, like you said, it, the, first, the first kids we took to camp, most of them are in prison. But what's happening, like you said, like on the bike ride in a small town like this, four of the people are telling you about the Father's house and because right. they've heard the notoriety of the works. Yeah. Yeah. They don't exactly even know where we are. Well, they, they were telling know. me, like, names of people, like, oh, I heard they were talking about both of your daughters. Really? Right? They're like, oh, yeah, we we know about Jordy. Wow. We heard about Jordy. That's our we know, pastor. Right, and we yeah. know about, uh, yeah, Jordy passed away in March. We know about Nicole and, and Louie and their daughter yeah. who, who passed away and brought a lot of people to faith because yeah. they documented everything right and then yeah. 
and then AV's place, which is going to be built on the property. Did they know about that too? They, they, I told them about that. One of them knew. Oh wow! Um, follows them on Facebook. They told so me, cool. they told me about Stephanie Mumby and how, how like amazed they are by, by her life living after wow. raising yeah. four kids after yeah. her husband passed away. That's right. And uh, and they told me about yeah, I, I did some work with. Um, with their son-in-law Derek and and their daughter Danielle and they're amazing people. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and they even said, you know, I went to high school and I knew their son Mark and <laughs> and how how much joy he had, and also knew that if anybody were ever going to pick on Mark, because Mark has Down syndrome, right. that Danielle would be the first person, you know. So and cool. nobody wanted to mess with Danielle, so nobody ever said a bad thing about Mark. And Mark was everyone's friend. And that's such and a I great like, example of, of people like, wow, watching your that's life. That's so huh? cool. Yeah. And here I am. I spend an hour with these guys riding bikes. So cool. And uh, and yeah. I usually you get ready when you tell somebody. Well, I actually volunteer my all my time at a church, and you kind of get your dukes up a little bit. Like oh, I got to defend this decision yeah. of my life to move my family and uh, and kids, you know, and and kind of not just work to make money to make sure my, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You get your dukes up ready to like defend that decision. And here they are telling me how great a decision that is. They're getting themselves non, saved. Non-Christian guys saying <laughs> like, wow, this is really cool that you can live like wow. that. I'm not mm. sure I could, but it's really cool. Great. And it, I mean, all the credit goes to the Lord because he's providing everything that we need. I know it's amazing. Uh, and the community that he's put us in provides everything that we need. Amazing. Uh, but it, it's really cool that they know that. And right? that is that is that is 22, 22 um, years of working, you know. That's right. Mm-hmm. And with no, and not t- that wasn't evangelism. That wasn't that wasn't let's go out go out on Friday night every Friday and tell people about Jesus. That was doing the the, um, the acts of kindness and love um, over and over again, and it just become became larger and larger mm-hmm. till. We have a free mud run for children's an obstacle course, and I believe the last time we had it, all two thousand kids were signed up. Yeah, and it was free, and so that your notoriety, you know, it's like, why do you do this? And to have all these kids running around with the, the Lord's gym mud run on their back, yeah, it's you so see delightful. Them yeah, you see everybody with the Lord's. They don't even know they're they're representing Jesus, and uh, but it just kind of grows, and you just you just you just say yes, mm-hmm. you just start saying yes, and um, so that's a, that's a, your story is so cool. That, you know, pretty much they were getting themselves saved. Yeah. That's Before awesome. we go on, I wanted to say for people who are just tuning in, tuning in from all over the country, all over the world, um, this is what I saw when I came here to to this small town, small church. I saw not only not only the church that has uh, has put itself in like this, this rough, really rough neighborhood, right, just dropped itself right into where it's needed most. But also a, a discipleship school with people from all over the world that come. It's called the School of Transformation. So we had heard about that and we got to see some of it. Um, the the life recovery ministry, the drug and alcohol ministry, uh, recovery ministry, basically any any recovery, anybody that right. needs recovery from addiction and needs yeah. to know Jesus. Right. We saw that. Um, we saw you know preaching and teaching internationally. The the content that comes out of this place goes everywhere, and that's to show like we've got people from. England and Holland and France and Norway and and Switzerland all over Australia yep. right yep and then the we talked about the food bank already and some of the the businesses that run just on volunteers like the gym the uh, the boutique and the the frozen yogurt shop and then this this mud run and um, the kids park that's coming and the kids camp that's coming and the gift <laughs> of hope which is the uh, Christmas gift for kids that can't who won't get Christmas otherwise. And, uh, and then just the normal every week homeless outreach and adopt a block outreach where you just go and talk to your neighbors. And that's, those are the things. So, cause people who have been paying attention to this podcast or who know about us already, they know those things, but the other people who are just, you know, they're just tuning in for the first time, or maybe li- just listening to the last few episodes. That's what, that's what goes on. If you want to see it, you can go to fathershouseorville.com um, and you can see all those things. But those were the things that had my head spinning when wow. I first got here because I thought I was coming to a little church to, you know, for God pl- our cousin's wedding. God played wedding. a trick on you, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he blindsided you. Um, and so those were, those to me are those greater things. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think a lot of times I was 
when I would read that verse, I would just settle for the, oh, he must mean something different, mm-hmm. yeah. right? He must mean something different, or maybe it's not my job to do those greater things. Maybe it's these other the, people's the pastors. job to do greater things. So Jesus saying, you'll do greater things, uh, is, in my opinion, hardly ever correctly gone after because it's it's healing which isn't greater than his healing he is the greatest he had the greatest percentage it says he healed them all mm-hmm. i've never been in a room where he healed them all so they you're not doing greater he raised the dead how are you gonna do better than that <laughs> yeah. so that can't be what he's talking it's about dead. right so what he did was came to a god-loving society and was unable to get very many of them to come to the new covenant mm. to accept the new covenant he got very few maybe maybe a few more than 12 to become sons and daughters to God to make God their father and so what he was telling them is as you go out into the world you're going to make you're going to bring God as a father to way more people than me you're going to preach the new covenant to way more people than me i'm here to forgive sins and i he forgave some mm-hmm. he forgave some in a small community yeah but you will go out into the world and you will get people forgiven in large amounts, in massive amounts, mm-hmm. far greater than I did here in Israel as a human being. You're yeah. going to go out in the world. You are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You are going to have him as your guide. You're going to lay your hands on the sick and they'll recover. But the far greater thing is we are going to we have the ability to preach the new covenant where Jesus was never able to preach the new covenant. We are able to become his children, make him our father and get other people to make him their father. And in sometimes in human history, that's been very difficult. Those people did not do greater things than Jesus back in, you know, Victorian days or even further back when it was illegal to preach uh, something other than this church or that church or this doctrine or that doctrine. And, you know, if you were in the Crusades and everything, you know, it was just such a constricted. I don't think those people did greater gifts, greater things than Jesus. But in any person, people group that took the new covenant and turned it to loving, preaching, and transforming, making people be born again of the Holy Spirit. That is greater than when you do that in your society and your numbers double and triple Mm -hmm. and you start to grow in the gospel of Jesus Christ and a nation, a Western nation or a third world nation becomes a Christian nation, you've done something far greater than Jesus did. Mm -hmm. Now that isn't the sexy thing everybody wants. (laughs) They They want the gold dust and the clouds of glory and the emeralds and pearls from the you know pulled down from the sky and they want they want gold teeth and they want to lay their hands on the sick and that isn't greater than jesus he did those things he pulled coins out of the sky he put them in fish's mouths he he fed thousands with fish and loaves you're not doing greater than him with miracles nobody ever did greater than jesus with miracles no human being and so when he says that for everybody to go to miracles is like you're not going to do greater than him. You might do really good. You might have the best man's ever had, but it ain't better than Jesus. He healed them all. And in many gatherings, it says he healed them all. And I haven't seen that here on earth. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to preaching the gospel, we have the ability to outdo him. We have the ability with him to go out and do greater things than he did and teach people how to have God be their father Mm -hmm. who does good things for his children. And so I think that's the definition of greater things than you see me do or yeah. you do. Because just about everything else, he, out, he outdid us. He outran us. Yeah. Yeah. That is so, that is such an incredible truth. And it's really profound. I, I mean, like I'm sitting here going, you know, because there is a little bit in Christianity where you feel like you just, you just fail. We just had two, two people that we loved passed away because we felt like we couldn't do the greater things we didn't you know they didn't raise from the dead they we didn't we didn't heal them mm-hmm. and that kind of just puts it on perspective as to what the greater things are but the they things. both went to heaven yeah yeah they both went yeah. to heaven and that is a healing 
but for but in a Christian church nowadays, it, it feels like a failure. That's a greater thing. It's a yeah. greater thing yeah. that they went to heaven. Much better healing than correct, but than cancer. That's mm-hmm. right. But we 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 kind of sometimes hit ourselves because yeah. we didn't have the faith to do to to raise them or to believe for yeah. healing. Because we've been deceived by correct. all the things we've been told, and we're we're kind of off kilter. We're not thinking right. It's really mm-hmm. good. It just we feel like such losers. We're aiming like at we the failed. wrong mark. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. because we're confused. And it's like, did, so good. wait a minute, you're mourning that he went to heaven? Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm mourning that his four children don't have a dad. Yeah. yeah. Don't you think I can take care of that? Mm-hmm. And he can. He's God the Father. It yeah. depends on what they're told. Yeah, it's really good. We're going to try to tell them correctly. We're going to try to be there as parents, and we're going to try to teach them about God their Father. That's right. Hmm. But that, that was just remarkable. Anybody that was good. That yeah. Was, that was worth it. Yeah. So at some point, you... Now, were you given a vision for this? Like the things that are happening right here around you 20-something years ago, did you, was it like a vague thing? Like, oh, it's going to be really great if you keep going this direction. Or was it like, we're going to have this. We're going to, you know, these are the works that we're going to do if we just keep going. I really try not to ever do that. Okay. Because every human being that comes here, there's no way Vicki and I could run a food bank and a school of ministry and, and mm-hmm. recovery and, and all of the f- all of the myriad of ministries we have, yeah. you have to, and we started out with a very clear picture of we have to have people who come to take up the call, take up the task, and go out and follow the vision God's given them. So when we say that our church is like a wagon wheel, it's got the, it's got the strong ring, it's got the hub, and it's got mm-hmm. the spokes. And so the spokes have to come from other places like where you came from. Mm. And we say, we want to do a someday to preach to the world over audio, over, you know, broadcast. Yeah. Podcast. And po- podcast, broadcast, mm-hmm. you know, YouTube. all the things. Yeah, it. YouTube. We want to do this and do it well. Well, we can't do that. So it's a vague, we want to do this. So you mm-hmm. come along. I want to, you say, I want to do this. We say, we want to support that. Let's yeah. let us put all of the stuff together. Let us join you. Mm-hmm. And here's the deal. You do whatever God gives you to do, as long as it's within the boundaries of Father's house. That ring. Doctrine. Right. And, well, that, the ring is the Word of God. Don't okay. violate the Word of God. It's iron. It cannot be mm-hmm. penetrated. But in the, in the vernacular of you being a spoke, you have to stay within the boundaries of Father's house life. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to use people that aren't professionals. You yeah. have to do, do, you have to give your life into it. You can't go outside of our, you preach different doctrines than we mm-hmm. believe. And so you have to stay within the banks of that river. And in that river, you can move all over your yeah. dreams and it has to be Max's uh, fulfillment. And it, whatever Max does successfully, then we did successfully. Mm-hmm. So it was a vague vision and I can't be specific because it might not have matched your deal. Your and idea. then you might just discard oh no we're not right. doing a podcast because we're right. here to do abc Correct. and you right. might and you might Correct. just discourage someone so much the person that w- we wanted d- won't do it mm. and and so we want people to once they show us they're they're in they're with us and I'm, I'm on i'm on board and they show us their character we want them to go and blossom yeah and 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 fulfill god's dream and vision in their life so then uh, the next person comes along and we have an, uh, we say we want to do recovery, but we've never done recovery. So then someone moves in who does recovery this way mm-hmm. and you do it for a while. They burn out, but you are stuck with a recovery program <laughs> and you wait for somebody who wants to do a recovery program. You kind of limp God along. Is burdened yeah. with this, yeah. this desire. Someone that comes in and says, can I take this on? This is what I want to do. Well, it, it's not just Joe blow off the street. It's somebody that has been a son or a daughter in your ministry to you that shared a vision with you, that they've shown they're in, they've shown they're invested, they're, they're committed, and they come along and you say, okay, here's the deal. There's the banks of the river. Mm-hmm. I want you to do this. This is what we're doing. I don't want you to change it too fast, but in the end, I want it to look like whatever vision you have. Yeah. And it's got to fit within what vision we have and what our parameters and our, the, the banks of our stream is. Mm-hmm. And so each ministry, we do that, and you have to... It's so your original vision, I want to do a Lord's Gym. I guarantee you, my original vision of a Lord's Gym uh, did not look like that. Mm-hmm. That's Derek's vision of a Lord's Gym. But where did he get Lord's Gym as a vision? From me. I shared it with him, said, uh, it's got, I, it has to be a place where people get healthy, work out, and Jesus is preached, and ministry is supported. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, he had a much classier idea than I did. <laughs> I had some dark, dank, Holiday gold's Inn. gym kind of, yeah. you know, Inn, muscle. Uh, pa- um, I had the, uh, you know, power lifters and all okay. the, you know, the grunting. crazy grunting. And I mean, yeah. I had all of that. Not He has both. Yeah. And anyway, what he built was just amazing and beyond your imagination. Amazing. So if I had stuck with my vision and forced him to do my vision, we wouldn't have what we have in mm-hmm. any ministry we have. So school of transformation, you know, Jordy was just, he looked at me like a deer caught in the headlights. You're going to do a school. Are you going to help me? Well, I'm telling you what I want and then you've got to make it happen, but you're going to come up. God's going to envision you and you're going to flow in it. Mm -hmm. You're going to make it what you want. Well, my parameters were, we need, you know, what's missing is who's God. And then when you know who God is, who does that make you take that theme and run with it? Yeah, that's a pretty wide stream. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and Jordy, just don't go outside my parameters. Don't go outside the vision of our message. Mm-hmm. And man, this has and that that all by itself turned this church into what it is today. That's just right. and we have people from ev- yeah. all around the all world around. that yeah. have come here and, and said their and life we, is the best it's ever been yeah. because of. And we floundered. We we tried three times to get going in the school, and we just floundered because when you pick a leader. You can't know until they're in the fight, until they see the cost, until they are exhausted and they fail over and over at their original tries and keep mm-hmm. and they and then they just get right up and swing again. They fell off that horse. They got right back on. They fell off that horse. They got right back on or they swung and missed and they swung and missed. Mm-hmm. And finally, they connected with one and sent it sailing, you know. And and so you got to find people who are going to fight through their failures and fight through the things that didn't work to learn how it does mm-hmm. work. And. Um, I'm telling you, we had a lot of failures at first, <laughs> and Jordy yeah. kept going until he built this amazing school of transformation. And then the next person comes along. Jordy passed away, so who's going to take it over? Are we going to tell him you got to do it like Jordy? Well, that would be a dumb idea, mm. you know. But we did pick a graduate of Jordy's school, yeah, who had visions. And I got to tell you, it's completely different than when it was then. But that's the nature of Father's House leadership. Go and 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 fulfill what God's given you to do. Do it the way God showed you to do it, but fit within these parameters. That's and so that's, that's ha- really cool. also how you do greater than what Jesus did. We have way more resources. We have, I mean, if we're not doing greater than Jesus, then we are just flat out falling on our face because he didn't have these resources yeah. to preach the gospel and cause people to become children of God, make him their father. We can't do better than him with all our resources. That's up. how we, so your, your question was about vision. We have very vague visions. I have mm-hmm. so many more and they're just, I know the direction of it. And when he sends the person, they're going to come to me or Identify I'm going to share it. it one day. And someone's going to say, you were talking about me. Mm. That's my mission. Well, let's go. Let's talk about how we can build this. Yeah. And people are coming to me right now. Counseling centers I've got on the t- table. I've got uh, trafficking uh, centers, and and we even have one that's a medical. Uh, yeah, there's a medical yeah. one person with a medical idea. You know, just mm-hmm. try to clinic idea uh, with these nurses. People who are nurses, they want to use their nursing mm-hmm. for some kind of medical thing. We have another one with tattoo removal, and they're all on the table to be picked up. And people searching God and letting God search them to prepare them. And, and they're continuing to work to become a person that can handle this kind of ministry. And heck, the Father's House said, pick it up. Yeah. Yesterday, someone cried because they said, I never dreamed the Father's House would do this with us. Hmm. I said, you've been not been listening to me. We'll do. That's <laughs> the whole goal here is to raise you up as a minister mm-hmm. and send you out to your ministry and be the hub that you're, you as a spoke in our wheel are connected to a hub, which is the church leadership, the church foundation, the local church, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, we want to connect you and place you in our wheel and be one of the spokes in our wheel. And we want that wheel to just keep on turning and rolling on down the road, man. So you want to create spokespeople? Mm-hmm. Spoke. Right. I'm a, I'm a good spokesperson. Yeah, that was uh, pretty corny there. I <laughs> can I just took can me I a answer minute that question? Vicky laughed and I, got I just right went, mm, oh my gosh, I got it. I just, people are going to run into I didn't know what, what, get it. They're going to run yeah. into cars because that was so funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> practically for me and people who are listening, it's like how do we are 22 years down the road and had the Lord shown us <laughs> this 22 years ago, 
we probably would have been our hair would have been on fire Holy we would have ran oh. screaming and kicking because to, to go through all the heartache and the disappointment yeah. and the and the, the things that God has shown us for 22 years it's like I think where you start is just saying yes and identifying places of need and where mm-hmm. you can do the greater things in your community like Steve said if you're a good baker you know um, just go bake at a festival give it away um, so just start with small we started sweeping glass in the in the um, ghetto of our town which was where our church where we started our church where God wanted it there it wasn't it wasn't lofty it wasn't big it wasn't grandiose people come here and I you know they look at us and go their, their head, it just looks like it's going to explode because it, it takes a long time to see everything that God has birthed in us and, yeah. and in you and in, in Luke. And, you know, but back at the beginning, it was just baby steps. If you want to get across the country, you got to start walking. Mm-hmm. And we just started walking and saying yes to everything that the Lord did. And like he said, people would come. And we had multitude of failures, multitude of rejection, multitude of things happening. Um you know, and it still happens. I mean, but we're willing to get back on the horse, like you said, and, c- and continue to ride. Yeah. So practically, the works would be just do something. You yeah. Know? Well, that's what I didn't. What I really didn't want in this episode is I didn't want people to hear. Well, good for you guys. You guys do a whole lot. Maybe somebody no. in in a you know who who just feels like okay, well, this is beyond me. No, it's because not. it didn't start that way. No, no, it starts no. so organic and so so um, just so little and mm-hmm. it just it just don't he says don't don't regret or don't hate small beginnings yeah. right yeah don't despise don't despise the day of small beginnings yeah and so when i look back sometimes i well all the time i go to the i go to the 91 acres and look at the you know the the, the kids kids summer camp we had this summer and i just like jesus you are so good it's not and i just see the greatness of god because I just said yes. Mm-hmm. We just said yes together, and then people came and said yes, and then right. more people came and said yes. And he just sends these, these, these Fifth Avenue p- kind of people that could be hired anywhere and be and make one hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know. But they came to give their life away, and he just takes it's like the loaves and the fishes. Give them what you have, and he will multiply, and he will mm-hmm. feed the five thousand with it. You will see those greater works. You will see things like that, and that's what we've seen at the Father's house. We just give him our little f- loaves and fishes, and right. say, "Let's go, Jesus." And he says, "Okay." And it's <laughs> yeah. shocking. I mean, it is it's shocking. And then twenty-two years later, you have people on a bike trail telling mm-hmm. you about your church. Yeah. Well, and so, the cool thing is everything. It's like every step is is reinvested to to more, to right? Better, like, bigger. I mean, you you if you wanted to go and start a like any one of these things, like say a food bank that feeds all the towns in the county, mm-hmm. it would take a long time to start that. But starting a food bank that feeds the hundred people Correct. in the you know three blocks around you, that you know maybe you could get there, or or just start with the person next door. Yeah. And then eventually when you get got a few people volunteering and a few people mm-hmm. coming around and say, hey, I want to help you with this, with picking up food or because mm-hmm. that's what you guys start with volunteers picking up food from another church. So right? we started with us picking it up from Gleaners in Sacramento, but then another church jumped in with volunteers and said, well, let's take over that. Mm-hmm. And that's the uh, Doug that's French connection to yeah, our that's church. That's why it's called the French Family, family Food Bank. Because Doug jumped in to do this with mm-hmm. us. And he, and he supported in every way. But he went to a different church and he yeah. got his men's group in. But how we started the church, when we started this vision, all we did was a 21-day morning prayer walk up and down the streets, and we found out very quick they could care less about us. How would we ever have a voice with them? That's right. God sent us to a neighborhood where they shun us. And so what are you middle-class people walking up and down the street for? The very few that asked, we said praying, praying for the neighborhood, praying Mm -hmm. for every house and the people in it. But they didn't come back out and say, would you pray for my uncle? Would you pray for our this or that? They they, they went, okay. They went back inside, right? (laughs) So we, near the end of that prayer walk, started to say, Lord, what can we do? Well, he showed us a, a property, which is the dining hall, now the school. Mm-hmm. It was that house with a lot next to it, and I bought it that afternoon. And then when we closed escrow, I started that building, which was a huge house with a big living room that we would meet in for church. But on that prayer walk, we identified that they don't, we have no voice with these people. Why would they ever listen to us? So what can we do? We noticed an inordinate amount of glass in the streets and kids running around barefoot. So we started sweeping glass Mm. out of the streets. I owned a dump truck 
um, it was just a dump bed Ford truck. It wasn't a yeah. dump truck like you see with big. Yeah, it wasn't ten a Tonka ten, truck. It wasn't ten wheelers. It was a what I used for garbage on all my job sites mm-hmm. to go to the dump, all my debris in the in to go to the recycle dump, and so it was massive, big old dump bed uh, Ford, and it was one of the best things I ever bought. So we went down in Southside, going up the streets, just picking the garbage up in the street, throw it in the truck. We did a few loads here and there. And it just began to be, hey, this is what we can do for these people. This yeah. is how we can get credibility. So we built the the house church and we cleaned garbage and we continued that garbage cleaning for a good couple of years until we had cleaned 300,000 pounds of garbage. We learned not to do it in daylight. So we did it at dark 30 in the morning when they're all asleep. And we went up their alleys and cleaned it because they would then start throwing things over the fence if they heard yeah, you. Here, take more. Take yeah. more. <laughs> so we cleaned the alleys and cleaned the streets. And we kept track of the, the weight of the, you know, the weight yeah, of each truck. You, you actually have to pay to dump things. Correct. Yeah. Right? And, well, we didn't because the the dump, we paid it first, but then the dump said, we'll take this as long as you make this agreement. And we'll take 100,000 pounds. Well, at 100,000, we said we're at 100,000. They said, we'll keep going. Well, at 300, they said, okay, enough's enough. That's so recology. Yeah, wow. recology. Yeah, and so 300,000 pounds they took as long as we promised to only take it from the streets and alleyways. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of, for a little neighborhood, that's a lot of yeah. garbage. So we decided we want to do what will attract their attention. Now, abandoned cars were a problem, so we started cutting them up because nobody would take them. Then a state law came into effect, and then they became valuable. They had reclaimed money. Mm -hmm. And so then we got people from outside to come in and pick up 400 cars out of the streets and alleyways. Abandoned cars on blocks. How many um, blocks in Sussex? It's maybe uh, eight blocks wide by maybe about eight blocks. It's about eight by eight. Yeah, it's pretty square. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's the kind of thing that gets their attention, right? Mm -hmm. So people did start coming to the church. And then... What else can we do? While we're doing this, what else can we do? And it's a free yard sales. So we started collecting everything we could get, put them in piles, and had free yard sales. Well, some of the girls decided to have little kids' festivals mm-hmm. while the parents are going through the free yard sales. And we just kept buying more houses and fixing them until around that first place, we had quite a campus with quite a group of houses yeah. back then. Up. They were like 18,000, weren't they? Back yeah, started. by the time I first one I bought was fifteen, yeah. but after that, the all around there I paid more because I had already. That's the problem. You start cleaning they knew. They knew. and you yeah. cost yourself money. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. But I kept buying these houses, fifteen thousand. I started with five thousand. First ones, the, the yeah, the first uh, uh, rehab house was five thousand. Wow. I tore it down and built a brand new house there, which was quite a bit more than five, but. Uh, so that's where you live is part of the campus. Mm-hmm. All those houses backed up to the dining hall school church, church. used to be a church yeah. Yeah. and it's just a house really. And, um, so we said, what can we do? So start with that. The next thing, a free camp out for kids. And we just kind of went that way. Yeah. We did free yard sales then about a couple times a year for a while. We did uh, sweeping glass. We did cleaning the streets. We did helping people going in their yards, helping them with their mm-hmm. their uh, overgrown, you yeah. know, foliage. And we just tried to find widows and help them. And so, eventually, we really did get the attention of the people. Now we can preach the gospel to them, and and you think that that's the you know it's all you know. Roses the Pied Piper with roses and lilies and tiptoe through the tulips, but it's not. Upwood, you've you've created focus where cops will come when they're called now. Mm-hmm. It's now becoming a valuable neighborhood. So the bad people, the bad eggs, they become your enemy. You're putting focus on, they, they've never had anyone looking at them. They got away yeah. with everything. Now they're not getting away with so much. Mm-hmm. And why is it? It's that church over there. And so... There's both sides to that coin. Yeah. So you just try to keep serving so you can keep preaching the gospel so you can eventually teach them to love Jesus with all their heart. And so that's really what a vision looks like. This whole thing that we have now grew out of, let's just sweep glass and let's take, Mm -hmm. I own that dump truck. Why don't we just go slowly down the street and take garbage and throw it in there and then pay to dump it? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, then the dump jumps in and then they and then and then people start joining us. Business owners joined us. A lot of that garbage was picked up by non-members of our church. Business owners would say, when you doing? I want to help. Dark 30 Saturday. They'd come out in the morning and help us go. We're going to go this alley and that alley. Mm -hmm. And they would just before the sun rose, they would do two alleys. 
it is, it's just amazing. It's amazing to see how it just grew grassroots. Yeah. And that's really more, you know, uh, the development of a foundation that you could do a Lord's Gym. It took 14 years of vision for the Lord's Gym until Derek came along and, and a school of ministry, you know, and it took quite a few years for it. Jordy came along, maybe eight years before Jordy yeah. came along. And so you have all these visions that God's shown you that he wants to change the world. And then the the funniest one was the first thing he ever said to me is, I'm gonna, you're going to speak to the world from Oroville. Hmm. I'm still going, when am I going to speak to the world? Now I got a, English people, French people, Norwegian people, uh, uh, Dutch people. Hungarian, <laughs> I got Canadian, what? Hungarian, Hungarian, Canadian. Canadian. I got people, and it's like I'm still waiting. Swiss. When do I get to speak to the world? Yeah. We have listeners on the podcast that are from around the world. We have people yeah. in the School of Transformation on uh, what's Zoom. You yeah. know, when do we get to speak to the world? Well, I think you're already doing it. We are. <laughs> Any, you know, the world can reach us. They can. Right. They can hear us. Yeah. Thank you, world. So sometimes he's Thanks telling you what you're going to do, and you're still waiting for it, but you're already doing it, and you just <laughs> kind of missed it. You forgot. You, oh, yeah. I am speaking to the world from Oroville. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Okay, that's how vision grows here, and I think it would work for you too. So try it. Yeah. Vicky, was there anything that – was there a moment where it's like, oh, we could almost stop here and just kind of plateau? Was it? Did you ever remember that moment of like, oh, this is – this is enough and then you decided no i mean we're just gonna keep going no the only the only thing the only plateau was when our church broke from uh, 95 to 15 and we've talked about that before and that was that was tough because it was like you know we could take our ball and go home and we'd be fine yeah. because we don't we live in this area mm-hmm. and we live seven miles away the lord we bought we built the house before the father's house we built our house on a hill and it was like you know what i don't need this my kids don't need this and I was like, I was petitioning to stop. I think it was right around 2001. And it was like, you know, we don't really need this mess. You know, we'll be mm-hmm. fine. And, you know, obviously, clearer minds prevailed. My husband and my, and actually my daughter, uh, my daughters and my son are like, you know, um, let's keep going. But I was like, I, I don't want to. But I don't think there's been a time where I said there's enough with what we're doing. I love the momentum. It keeps me so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just excited in what Jesus is doing in every one of us here. And I, if you came to a Friday morning at a team meeting to see, you know, what goes on in a week here, it's it's actually probably take some churches a, a year to do yeah. what we do in a week and all the different uh, um, the cogs in the wheel or the spokes. You know, I just came in and and Joey Carr had and his team had made the um, beautiful courtyard in the part in the apartments i hadn't seen you know just you just you miss a day here we you know when we went away to to yellowstone you come back and there's everything's there's things different it just is it's such an it's such an organic place it's just exciting just to see everything that's god is doing well, with the people. and the that process of see a need respond to Fill the need, need find another need keep filling yeah. it it's not just you telling people, hey, I see this need, now you go do it. Wow. It's them seeing the need themselves. Right. Like, I mean, I, I saw the need for the podcast because I like podcasts. Yeah, like, it's what you love. And, uh, and so I saw, it took me a while, it took me some, you know, circling through lots sure. of different guests, and I was like, oh, we need to get Vicky in here there with There you Steve go, you need a Vicky. We That's needed to add needed. some Vicky. I and always had a Vicky. <laughs> you didn't need one. <laughs> I didn't need another one. <laughs> he didn't want me to hog uh, the time. One was enough. <laughs> And but so, it was enough. And now, <laughs> and now we're speaking oh, to the boy. world. So hello world. Hey, hello there world. You go. Morning, yeah, it's pretty world. cool. It's uh. It's and we've never said it was too much. We've never said it was. It's no. too expensive. It's too mm-hmm. much money. I mean, it costs us fortunes. What other people would call fortunes, but we have never failed to give that. We've mm-hmm. never even questioned it. It was never ours anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's last week's. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, you and know, so, and, we, and the thing is, just keep putting your hand to the plow. Just keep pushing. Just keep pushing. Just don't yeah. don't let go and turn away. Just keep mm-hmm. going. You know, if you're you're right at the place of burnout and you don't think anything's working, keep going. Get mm-hmm. healing, because that's the thing is that we mm-hmm. didn't ever stop pushing and saying yes and doing the next thing. And and the excellence when you come to the Father's house, what was stunning is the excellence of everything that you guys do. We do mm-hmm. together. You walk in, people. I love to see people when we give them tours because we give tours. If you want to come, we'll give you a tour. They walk into the Lord's gym because you think it's going to be a, it's a church gym, so you think it's going to be a Holiday Inn kind of gym. You know, yeah. it's going to have three treadmills and and, and uh, weights, and you see mm-hmm. the people's faces, yeah. and yeah. they're if people from mega churches, and they're like, wow. they're shocked because what what 
Derek and team have done, Steve have done, is made it excellent. You walk into the restored boutique and you think it's going to be like, you know, any every other thrift store. And you're stunned at the quality and the beauty of the talent that goes into mm-hmm. the re- restored boutique. You walk into Yeovil Yogurt and you think, oh, I'm going to get, more, you know, one, one flavor, vanilla and chocolate. And you see the excellence of what Katie Rodriguez has done at, at Yeovil Yogurt. It just goes on and on. You walk into the church, you know. And so... We have not done that. We have just given the opportunity to let them do that. And the greatness of the, the team of the Father's House, and even the people that are not on the team, our church members, are, are catching that. They're giving their life away. Yeah. And they, they haven't stopped and, you know, to, to come to, to be part of the, the school. You know, maybe they've come to the School of Transformation Light, or maybe they have come to school, but they're getting it. They're, you mm-hmm. know, we probably, I think, I'd say 75% of our church probably um, gives their life away of oh, some yeah. sort. Volunteers. Volunteers. Jumps in on yeah. stuff. It, it catches. Yeah. It, it, it catches. catches. It's that, a light. That vision, that uh, paradigm, you're shifting, right? You're right. shifting that, well, I, I can't really make a difference myself. It's, there's a need. I can do that. Oh, I've got this thing that'll help with this need. Correct. Oh, I'll help with that, right? And it's so and cool it's, because you go to really there's, there's churches um, that we know that are b- way bigger, and they can't get they can't get volunteers to save their life. They're just they're crying out for volunteers, so they have to hire it out. And and everybody here is starting to catch the vision, mm-hmm. and it, it's just growing. It's phenomenal. I'm just so proud of the Father's House, and the other churches now are starting. To, we're starting to have an impact in other churches, which is cool. We we want you to go to the church, guys called you to do but you can join us anytime mm-hmm. we can join you and yeah. that's what's kind of cool in the 22nd year is that we're really you know people yeah. in the city are starting to catch it and wherever you're listening to this podcast if you're across the world and it just doesn't make sense to be in orville or yeah. you know there is there are people around you doing greater things for jesus yeah uh, join them yeah. Um, catch their vision serve their vision absolutely and uh, and find those needs out there and we will always, we'll always take more help, right? If you want to come, we'll always like take us. more people to, to strong, talk yeah. to, preach to, yeah. help lead up in leadership, and we could use more visions of, yeah, whatever else we. And also, just we'll just if you wanted to come out and see it, because it is kind of a spectacle. It's pretty. I think it's exceptional. If you wanted to come out, there's a uh, there's a short term mission called Project 61 where you come for a week, and we um, you live on ca- the campus, which is quite extensive. And you just be, be part of our team for a week, and you, right. you're at the Lord's Gym and the Boutique, and you're just part of our team meetings. And you get to see a little bit whatever you the Lord wants you to take back to your yeah. town, if He wants you to take anything at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's great. I think uh, I think we could keep going. Oh, I and, could keep going. Yeah, Steve definitely. We know could. Steve could keep going. Steve could ride. And uh, and, and I could, way. but we're gonna we're pushing up. We got we're on radio now, so we can't just talk as long as we want. We have to leave room for for some of our sponsors and stuff so because we got sponsors we got sponsors not pepsi but it's uh it's (laughs) like why isn't it pepsi transformation i gotta work harder that's the need i gotta fill come on get her done man get her done get us pepsi have a great day all right appreciate you guys so much thanks for that have a great week god bless you guys see you guys